Sports with Katie Nolan is presented by Coors Light, the beer made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Nice to look at. Strong on paper. But can they score? Hello, Waffle Fries. Welcome to Sports. The podcast that ends with a question mark but starts with a question. I'm Katie Nolan. She's Ashley. Hi. He is not Dop. Dop is not here. So today we brought in a special guest producer. This is Beer. Say hi, Beer. And this is today's question. Katie, Ashley, Dop, what's the deal? This is Olu, fellow Patriots fan and huge fan of the podcast. Had a food question for you. So among pizza, burgers, chicken wings, and tacos, if you had to eliminate one, which one would it be and why? Choose wisely. I know you make the right decision. Take care. Oh, right to the point. Wow. It's tough. Olu, I don't love this. I don't love this question. Okay, so the question is, we're, we're taking pizza, burgers, chicken wings, and tacos, and we have to eliminate one. Mm-hmm. This reminds me of a bit that we were going to do. Yes. Something's got to go. Something's got to go. You guys, we have so many bits that we talk about that never get done. We're never allowed to do them. But Dop's not here today. <gasps> do you think Beer will let us do them? Beer, be, hey, Beer, do you think we could do um, the bits on the podcast today? Beer said yes. We're going to do a podcast full of bits, but we're going to start with answering this question. Pizza, burgers, chicken wings. What was the last one? Tacos. tacos. Exactly. That leads Oh, in. don't. Are you going to say tacos? It's so easy for me. Oh, this is. Okay. Every time we get tacos, what do I get instead? A burrito? A rice bowl. Yeah, that's lame. I always get rid of the taco shell. It's so unnecessary. Well, that's what's difficult about this question because technically... First of all, you're patently false. Taco shells are not the wrong part. They're the best part. Mm. But secondly, like, you know, I could get rid of chicken wings and be like, I'll have boneless, I'll have chicken fingers. Like, it's... They are so different. Those I are know not they're the different, same. but you're not like... I think we can both agree pizza's staying. Yes. You can't be like, oh, I don't need the pizza. I'll just eat a pile of cheese and pepperoni. It's not well, the same. You could. <laughs> you do. But it's not the same as pizza. Right. I feel the same about chicken wings. There's nothing that can, like, sufficiently replace it. Chick- just other chicken. Nope. Because I like my chicken wings, like, fried, like a drummy, like a nice, crispy, fried chicken wing. Mm-hmm. And it, you could just eat a, like, a breast. No. It's not the same. It's not even close to being the same. I know. A chicken wing is good, but you can get them boneless. A taco bowl should count as a taco. Like, if you get rid of tacos forever, you're getting rid of taco bowls. No, because that's just rice and meat and cheese and sour cream. That's that taco. No, that's those are all separate ingredients. Yes, they're all separate ingredients. Just like a like cheese and 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 pepperoni and crust. But what makes what makes pizza so great is that the way they're combined, you can't replicate that. What do you what do you call a taco bowl? A taco a rice, bowl. A rice bowl. It needs to have the word no taco, taco in it. So it's you a know, rice bowl. No, a rice bowl could be like chicken teriyaki over rice. Yeah. Ooh, that sounds delicious. I know, but that's not a taco bowl. A taco bowl is a very specific thing. It's a taco for dumb people that are on a diet. <laughs> I don't think so. It's a taco for people who hate corn tortillas. Yes, corn tortillas are trash. I really, I don't, people aren't going to like that take. I tiptoe around it usually in new social settings. 
oh. soft corn tortillas I, I don't like. I know it's the more authentic way. I know it I'm not authentic. I like a soft flour tortilla. I agree. But I'm I'm get I would I think I would get rid of chicken chicken wings. Mm, no way. No way. Because you're getting them all over your face. You can eat chicken other ways. It's, a taco is a combination of ingredients. Whether it's in a bowl or not in a bowl, it's a taco. No, taco doesn't rep because you can have fish tacos, and that's none of the same ingredients as. Yeah, but it's still the delivery system. So you're saying it's just it's the it's, delivery system to me. Yeah, a taco is the shell. I love whether a taco. soft or I'm hard. Not eliminate and you can put tacos. a bunch of stuff in. It's the same with pizza. I'm it's not like, going to eliminate tacos. You don't have to. We can disagree. No, we can't. We have to. One's got to go. So, oh, it's not oh. one's got to go per person. Well. That's an R R segment though. Is something <laughs> this is Olu's question is just get rid of one. If I, I want to be clear, I'd be devastated to lose any one of these things. Mm-hmm. But I'd have to stick. I'm I'd have to lose a chicken wing because you can eat a chicken finger. You can eat a boneless buffalo wing. You can do all the things to it. It just has no bone. I str- I feel like bone a boneless wing is closer to a wing than a rice bowl is to a taco. I strongly disagree that regular chicken is even close it's the, it's to a the, chicken it's wing. The, if you say that a veggie burger doesn't count towards burger, that's like saying a taco bowl doesn't count towards taco. It's a taco. It just is missing the shell. Otherwise, the question would be like, one's got to go. Pizza, burgers, chicken wings, or taco shells. You're okay. arguing that all you care about is the shell. No, 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 no. I will say, if even if you include taco bowl in the taco genre, I'm still getting rid of it. Why? Because... To me, pizza, irreplaceable. Chicken wings, also irreplaceable. How are they irreplaceable? You can get boneless. You can get chicken no, fingers. No, it get is grilled chicken a chicken breasts. finger. It's not even close to the same as the feeling you get when you eat wings. You're just failing to describe why. And that's why we're. I think we're going to end up eliminating it. Okay, Unless don't, you make a better we. case. Don't say we. This is, one's got to go. <laughs> so we keep changing the title of the segment. Chicken wing goes. All right. Um, Under protest. So... Oh, thank you for leaving that voicemail. <laughs> if you guys want to leave us a voicemail, the number is 860-506-5571. Call that, leave us a voicemail, and we'll talk about it. Today on the podcast, guys, no doc. Woo! Uh, oh. Which, as you can tell, means the animosity is going to be between Ashley and I, as opposed to solidarity on this side of the mic and <laughs> anger on the other side. It also means that we get to try out, I mean, we've got a long list of bits. Yes. That... Admittedly, some of them should never have been done on the podcast. Mm-hmm. But they're all going to get done today. Because, <laughs> you know, there's really, you know, I was going to say there's no sports. And then I knew a baseball fan would be going, yes! like, yeah, there's sports. But the finals ended way too soon. They did. So we're going to run through some bits and we're going to do them. I can't wait. As one does with uh, with bits. But before we get to that, a bit. <laughs> <laughs> this week's show is brought to you by Quip, which uh, which means I got to tell you all about it. Ashley, what what character am I going to pretend to be this week? I would like you to pretend that you're an actor in a Shakespearean play. A good actor or a bad one? Your choice. <laughs> <laughs> it always is. <clears throat> Did you know <laughs> most of us are brushing our teeth wrong? Not for long enough. And forget to change our brush on time. That's because most brands focus on selling flashy gimmicks rather than better brushing. But not Quip, how you ask? For starters, Quip is an electric toothbrush that's a fraction of the cost of bulkier brushes. 
while still packing just the right amount of vibrations to help clean your teeth. Quip's built-in timer helps you clean for the dentist-recommended two minutes, with guided pulses that remind you when to switch sides. Now you're in love. Quip's subscription plans are for your health, not just convenience. They deliver new brush heads on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just five dollars, including free shipping worldwide. Now we're the chorus. Oh, oh. Quip also. Oh, you were gonna sing chorus. Yeah. I meant like a voices. Oh, oh. I shouldn't have gone off. But Greek chorus. <laughs> yeah. Take it on my own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why don't you, you do it? I liked your song. Do your song. Just that one line. Quip also comes with a mount that suctions right to your mirror and unsticks to use as a cover for hygienic travel wherever you take your teeth. And finally, everyone loves Quip. They were on Oprah's O list, named one of Time's best inventions. And it's the first subscription electric toothbrush accompanied by the American Dental Association. Plus, they're backed by a network of over 20,000 dentists and hygienists. And hundreds of thousands of happy brushes use Quip every day. All right, Quip starts at just $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash Nolan right now, you'll get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. Genuinely, I just started using mine and I love it. Ooh. It looks so awesome. It's like rose gold. Oh, it's nice. very pretty. Uh, that's, yeah, get your first refill at getquip.com slash Nolan. G-E-T-Q-U-I-P.com slash Nolan. All right, it's a bitful podcast. You wanted to do another something's gotta go. Yeah, let's try our version. All right, but without Dop here, how's mm-hmm. this work? Like, are you gonna just give me four things? Yeah, I'm gonna give you four things, and you gotta pick one that's gotta go. After that whole taco chicken wing thing, I'm really not looking forward to this, but hit me. All right, Katie Nolan. <laughs> I was gonna call you Catherine, and then you said, Am you- I one of the things? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Katie, something's gotta go. No hitters. Oh, my God. I already know where you're going with this. Hat tricks. Ugh. Triple doubles. Or feck eye touchdowns. Ooh. This is tough, Ash, because I already know where you stand on this. Did we ever do that on the pod? Nope. We talk so much, I forget. Uh, Ashley is staunchly against the no-hitter. She doesn't think it's a very big deal. Yes. She's like, that's called your job. I don't really agree. You think perfect games. I think perfect games are a lot more impressive than well, no hitters. They are, but it's, I still wouldn't get rid of it. Okay. So I got to get rid of a no hitter, a hat trick, a triple double, a fat guy touchdown. My first thought is a tweet from Pablo, uh, Pablo Torre, our esteemed colleague here at ESPN from a, a couple. It was when Russ, I think it was when Russ averaged a triple double again. He tweeted something like it being a completely arbitrary stat we just made up, mm-hmm. like because 10 because we use 10 and that's two digits like we created that there's nothing inherently special about three double digit numbers i but it made me think like oh yeah i guess it is just a way to quantify something we consider to be really impressive but it the stat itself is like not that impressive Mm -hmm. i'm never going to get rid of a hat trick that's just a thrilling thing i will say 
Nope. I was going to say, you don't have to throw your hat, but you do. I was raised in a family where my dad would pretend to throw his hat and then hide it because he was like, I want, I'm not giving my, those hats are expensive. Also, I feel like if you're wearing a hat, it's a really well broken in hat. It's, you know, yeah. it fits right. It looks good Who are good these on people? You. Like, the only people throwing their hats out there are normally like, oh, I just bought this hat. And I don't even really care that much. Right. I'm not going to throw my hat. But I like that people do. Mm-hmm. So we're keeping that. Um, and I love a fat guy touchdown because I like anything that goes against expectations. Like if a running back scores a touchdown, you're like, yeah, that's what he's supposed to do. He's doing his job. But if a dude, like a lineman, catches the ball and you're like, oh, my God. And they're then so their happy. excitement. Yeah, they're so happy. And their celebrations are great because usually they're not at all planned out. And they're just actually genuinely showing excitement. So those two stay. It's between triple doubles and no hitters. Um this is a tough one because, like, something's got to go, meaning what? We'll never see another one? Mm, that's a good question. Like, something's got to go means you can't ever eat it again, right, for the first one. You couldn't ever eat, you know, chicken wings or tacos or whatever. But this one is like, I'll never see one or uh, they'll never happen ever again. Probably should have figured that out before yeah, we tried this it's bit. it's a bit. Huh. It's a, it is a bit. I thought you'd be like, what, is, what is your heart you? tell you? Um, yeah, but if that, what is that? That well, movie my never tells exists me that again? You can never, no, you can never watch it again. It seems, this bit mm-hmm. seems to be failing you. Uh, I would say it would be that I could never see one again because yep. it, it would be impossible for us to keep them from happening. So I'd say a triple double. Okay. You don't, you can watch a basketball game and be entertained by it, not even notice that it's a triple double, but a no hitter, you're like, what? Nothing's happening. You're on the edge of, yeah, but you're on the edge of your seat the whole time. That's fair. And there's like a mental toughness and a, yeah, whatever. It's I, a this, good choice. It's a bad bit. Ash. I agree with it. Okay. You do? I do. That's because I, but you hate no hitters. Uh, I still think they're better than triple doubles. Oh, you hate triple doubles that much? No, I just think uh, it's an arbitrary stat. Mm. I agree with Pablo. Did you look up the tweet while I was talking? I didn't. You're just like Dot. Yeah, I'm trying to do my, you're my doing best up. All right. Um, Speaking of basketball, I guess, which we kind of were. Yeah. Uh, and also speaking of hockey, guys, the, the finals are over mm-hmm. for both sports. That sucks. Yeah. I feel like that happened roll fast. Speaking of things happening way too fast. Hold on, hold on. No. That happened. Do you see how at the end it becomes instead of a, it's like, you're just so excited. Yeah. Okay. I am excited. Yeah. Uh, I was just going to say, apropos of nothing, Ariana Grande. Engaged! And Pete Davidson are engaged. That is very fast. Here's what blows my mind. is like last week or two weeks ago, I don't know, time is a flat circle, when this story came out and they confirmed that they were dating, they didn't even, they were like a little soft about it. They were like, we've started casually dating. And it felt like that distinction was on purpose. They went out of their way to say, yeah. We're casually dating. Why do that when a week later he's got a tattoo mm. of you and then a week later they're engaged? Like why even ever come out and say you're casually dating? So I, I feel like this is a good time for us to explore another bit, which is called Both Sides of the Story. It's not what it's called. Isn't it? No. Yeah. Gotta hear both sides yeah, of the story. You just gotta hear, we gotta hear both it's sides. It's a quote. <laughs> it's a quote. Katie, we gotta hear both sides. <laughs> First of all, I didn't know we were going to do this here. This is your little surprises that are, they're just, they bring me so much joy. Just so bits of joy sprinkled in. I think, so the, the premise of this bit, as we talked about seven months ago, yeah. <laughs> when we called it 
Gotta hear both sides. <laughs> Gotta hear both sides. Why? I don't know. Stop. So the point of this bit is to take a story, and Katie has to argue against herself both sides of the argument. Right. So if you ever saw Crowd Goes Wild, we did a bit called Pardon the Contradiction. And it was, uh, you would give somebody a topic of like, I assume you want this one to be, Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson should be engaged. Yes. Um, and then I would argue why. And then Regis Philbin would ring a bell. And when he rang the bell, we would have to switch immediately and uh, and argue the other side. We don't have a bell because Dop forgot to bring it. <laughs> but then I I'll can't. just signal to you and then you can switch. Ooh, oh, my Gabe! God! Whoa! Gabe! <laughs> Gabe from the top row, ladies and gentlemen. He's like the opposite. I wasn't quite sure what that was going to sound like before I played it. So I was a little <laughs> hesitant, to be honest. That's like everything that comes out of Dop's mouth. I wasn't quite sure what that was going to sound like, but I tried it, and here we are. Uh, how's your comedic timing, Gabe? Uh, it's a little slow, to be honest. Oh, that's. Oh, don't say that about yourself. I bet it's great. If I were to start making a point, would you know when it's funny to hit the button to get me to make a different point? It would depend on how quick I was able to comprehend what you're saying. Oh, mm. let's try it. He's literally the opposite. He's like, look, I don't want to make any promises. He's under promise over deliver. That's the right way to be. All right. I'm going to just start arguing that they should be, that it makes sense that they're engaged. And whenever you're ready, Gabe, just hit the little ding and then I'll start making the opposite argument. Okay. You got it. And then you hit it as many times as you want. I'll keep going back and forth. All right, look, I, uh, so Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande are engaged. And I think that makes perfect sense because love is not something you learn over time. If we're all honest with ourselves, you either know right away that you're in love with someone or you know that you're not. And so why do we always delay the inevitable, put it off, make sure, want to go through all of the possibilities just to make sure this is the person we want to be with forever instead of being like, look, Let's get married. We're in love. Love gets worse over time. It just wears off. So why not spend your best years married instead of spending them separate from each other and trying to figure out if maybe this is the person that you eventually want to marry. But actually, it's a terrible idea for them to be married. Are you kidding me? It's been Three weeks is my best guess. I don't have the numbers here in front of me. But we just found out they were casually dating. They are both young, successful, attractive people. It's very easy to get caught up in those things about a partner and think that it's love. Because you're like, holy Ariana Grande's having sex with me. And I need to make sure she doesn't ever stop doing that. I don't, I'm not even a huge Ariana Grande fan. And I know a bunch of people that she's dated. Recently, that's not saying anything about her as a person. It's just saying like she's young. She's figuring it out. She's dating a bunch of different people. Wasn't she dating Big Sean? Wasn't she dating Mac Miller? Now she's dating Pete Davidson. First of all, shout out to her for not having a type. (laughs) But second of all, like, (laughs) girl, don't do this. Like, I know he's cool and he seems awesome, but there's no way by now you know them well enough to know that you want to marry them forever. Marriage is not like Facebook official It's a real thing. You don't just decide it and you go back and change your mind on it. And I wish that the youths would stop getting married because they feel like they have to. And instead it would be like, this doesn't make sense. Also, get that prenup. But you know what? Like, it's such a cynical view. 
to think that time and and what spent having more conversations. I mean, if you were to look back, Ashley, at when you and Steve fell in love and you pinpointed it, would it be a year before you got married or would it be like years before that? Mm. I mean, why did you waste so much time thinking things through and stressing yourself out? Like start living, you know, when you know and like we just waste so much time and they're having a partner in your life is so important. Why not have a partner like that? And you know what? I, I think they get a tax break. Yes. I think you get a nice break on your taxes <laughs> if you're married. And so, you know what? Maybe that's just the two of them are sick of the rat race. They're sick of all the ups and downs and dating different people. And they're just like, this is the one and I'm ready now. And I think we should be celebrating that. By making them get a divorce immediately. <laughs> that is the celebration. What are you guys doing? You're going to have to split up your monies? That's a bad, that's just messy. Don't get into, it's, but it's messy, but it's worth it. Just like a cake. Just like a pineapple upside down cake. Messy. But just such a delicious celebration of love. And you gotta stop thinking about the money and start thinking about the, the, the truths. You know, their soul brother and sister. You know, do you think, um, Adam and Eve looked at each other and were like, I wanna wait and see what else is out there? I don't think so. You're very wishy-washy with the ding. But we but it was good. I think we I think we made our point. Oh man. I thought that worked. Yeah, thanks. I thought it worked too. Thanks for pushing the button. You're like our own little Alex Trebek. He doesn't really push any buttons, I guess. You know what bothers me more than the engagement? What? The tattoos. More than the engagement. Yeah. They're so much more permanent. Uh well, you could cover a tattoo. You could You can't cover debt. Wait, do you mean with (laughs) another tattoo? Yeah. But that's that's just like a a band aid. It's like you still, you know. It's like it's a fake. You can paint over a painting, and it's still. So the you think original. divorce is more real than covering up a tattoo? So hold on, marriage and engaged are different, are they? I genuinely don't know. Yes. So there's no there's no legal entanglements if you're engaged. You can just be like, sorry, just kidding, made a mistake. Give me that ring back. This is over, and you don't have to go through paperwork. That's you true, don't unless lawyers. you were to, I don't know, say buy a home together. There's Then there's paperwork. That does get slightly more complicated. Legal entanglements. Mm-hmm. All that. Yeah. Mm. But removing a tattoo or covering it up, that's a whole, that's so much more work. Yeah, but I don't think it strikes him as work when it's your person who gets tattoos all the time. So if you, you're getting a tattoo that quickly into dating someone, I think you're you're pretty fast and loose with tattoos. Also, his Ariana Grande tattoo, you could easily turn into like a Playboy Bunny tattoo and be like, yo. But what about her initials like, on his up? thumb? Like, what's up with, he has her initials on his thumb where? Like. On the in, on the side? Yeah. AG, yeah. always gangsta. Oh. Or, or it's on his thumb. So when he gives a thumb, he's like, all good. Well, it's. When he gives a thumbs up, it says, all good. Okay. AG, all good, baby. Or maybe he just really loves <laughs> Amy Goldblum. Adam Goldberg. Moving on. Um. Was that the end of whatever that was? Gotta hear both sides. Gotta of the hear story. both sides. No, it's you, when you put of the story, it's too many words. <laughs> Gotta hear both sides of the story. We might disagree on on the take. That's the name of that segment. All right, so we've done. Gotta hear both sides. We did. Some's gotta go. <laughs> I think we gotta do bake your take. Yes. Now bake your take. Working title. Mm-hmm. We had a number of other working titles. We did. What were they? Take practice. 
find your take. All sizzle, no take. First take, worst take. <laughs> wait, wait, slow down, slow down. That deserved a pause. All sizzle, no take. That was mine. I loved that one. Just in general, the good ones are yours. No, they're actually the bad I was, ones. I was just going to say, I think they might all be mine. I think this is how I spent an entire day of work. Just coming up with puns. Is wake and take on there? Wake and take. Take sale. Bake take, take sale. Uh, take me out to the ball game. I didn't even write that one down. I did in my head, and I burnt it in there like a tattoo of your initials forever. Uh, oh, there was another one too. I'll get to, I'll get it. Um, take off. Half taked. Take off. Half taked. I got one. I would love to hear I got it. a take. Okay. And you're, you can relentlessly question it. Great. This take pertains to, of course, the biggest news story of the week, which was that IHOP Ugh. is now going to go by IHOP. <sighs> now, they announced it, they soft announced it last week and said, like, we're going to change our name, wait for the big reveal. And the reveal happened on Monday, Tuesday. I don't care. The 11th. Yes. Thanks. So, IHOP, the B stands for burgers. Boo. The B stands for boo. <laughs> Everyone had guessed breakfast. Bacon. Someone had said bacon. There was uh, brunch. I Ooh. thought it was brunch because Ooh. I was like, they serve more than, but it's burgers. Yep. It's, <laughs> it's the international house of. <laughs> Is that the first time you've ever cursed on the podcast? Yeah. Oh my God. Thank you to our producer, Beer. Oh, Beer is so proud of you. <laughs> So, uh, I looked it up. It is temporary. This is not officially their name. They're just doing it. It's basically just a, a marketing campaign. I was going to say well orchestrated, but I'll leave opinion out of it. Uh, it got us all talking about it so that they could let you know, not that they have burgers because they've had burgers since the day they launched. It's that they have this new kind of burger that you can get mm-hmm. at their international house. Also... Do they have them in other countries? Otherwise, you're just the National House of Burgers. That's a great question. You're the National House of Burgers. <laughs> you are. The N-Hob. Um, here's my take. Breakfast is an all-day meal. Breakfast is the only all-day meal. So you you don't, if you're a breakfast place, stop trying to do lunch. You do lunch. It's called breakfast. Remember when you were little and you'd be like, Mom, what's for dinner tonight? Or dad, what's for dinner tonight? Or nana, what's for wherever you were? I don't, can't go through the list. And they were like, "We're gonna have breakfast for dinner." And you were like, yeah, "Yeah, I love a pancake at 7 p.m. Like I'm all about these scrambled eggs. I might put maple syrup on my eggs. Live a little. Oh, I might let it get all up in the sausage and the egg and wrap that up in a pancake. Why? Cause Jeopardy's on and I'm eating breakfast. <laughs> like." That was exciting. Now, as an adult, I know that it's like, oh, we didn't go grocery shopping or, oh, I forgot to thaw out the chicken. Well, I'll just make pancakes. I know now that it's a shortcut, but it never felt like a shortcut. And that's so rare when you're a chill, a children. <laughs> it's so rare when you're a children and somebody uses a shortcut to make their lives easier and it isn't disappointing. That is so rare. Breakfast for any meal other than breakfast was just as dope, if not doper. Now, that's not possible with dinner. You're never waking up and have someone be like, like, what's for breakfast? Beef stroganoff. And you're like, what? <laughs> you would never be like, hell yeah! 
I might let put the stroganoff on my noodles. No, it's not good. You don't want beef stroganoff. You don't want chicken parm for breakfast. You might make the argument that in college you would eat cold pizza for breakfast. That was laziness. That wasn't ever excitement. You were never excited about doing it. You just didn't want to leave your couch or you needed to stop puking. And that was the only thing you could put in your tummy. Breakfast can serve as every meal and make everybody happy. That's why I get so annoyed when IHOP becomes, oh, we've got burgers. And then you read an article about why and their new CEO or whatever is like, we need to be competitive in the market. We need to go after the people that, you know, some people don't like breakfast, first of all. Not true. Who? Those people are bad people. There are people who don't eat breakfast because they don't have time for it, but that doesn't mean they don't like it. Breakfast foods are the best foods. Lunch can go f- itself. I'm getting off track. I'm baking this take. Uh, so I, I think breakfast places should realize they've got a gold mine. McDonald's just started, and by just, I mean a couple of years ago, right? All day breakfast. And people were thrilled about it. Why? Because Dunkin' Donuts... An all-day breakfast place decided they'd focus on making things like chicken salad sandwiches and their egg sandwiches just fell off the map. I used to eat a Dunkin' Donuts egg sandwich when I was on the road, like driving or going somewhere. In the morning, I'd get a coffee and a breakfast sandwich. Now I look for a McDonald's. Not all the time, guys. I do also sometimes eat healthy, but most of the time in a car, I'm going to a fast food restaurant. And if I'm going for breakfast, I used to go to Dunk's and now I go to McDonald's. Wow. Because it's just better. They like use a real egg. You're Dunkin' Donuts and you can offer me a f- barbecued tur- sliced turkey sandwich, but you can't make me an egg. You're a breakfast place. And I wish breakfast places would realize they have it all and stop trying to make lunch. Because watch this timeline. There are people who wake up at 5 a.m. and need some breakfast. They go to they can go to IHOP. Then you're going to get around like 9 to 11, the normal people breakfast crowd. Maybe 8 to 11 is a little late. Eight no, to, it's fine. Then you're going to get the college kids waking up late. That's going to be like your 11 to 1, 2, maybe even 3. Then you're going to get the people that have to go to work at night that want to grab food before they go. That's mm-hmm. like the four o'clocks or early bird special. And those people, early bird special people, will eat anything as long as it's cheap. It's not really about whether it's a pancake or an Angus beef burger. It's about it being four ninety nine. So just make it four ninety nine at four o'clock and five o'clock and you're going to have a line out the door. Then you're getting into dinner time. So you're getting people that are like, you want a special treat? Let's go get this. Dinner it may dip a little bit, but that's fine because where are you going to crush it when every other restaurant is closed and it's midnight, 1, 2, 3 a.m. and I'm coming home drunk from the bar. I see that blue light on the horizon of <laughs> IHOB and I'm like, give me that. You're crushing it at all hours of the day. Just be good at it. Stop making lunch food if you're a breakfast place. That's my take. I have a pounding headache. (laughs) Thank you. When you clap, it always makes me uncomfortable. Oh. Yay. We're going to get back to bits in a second. Uh, But first, we've got to let you know today's podcast is brought to you by SeatGeek. And I don't look forward to this, but Ashley, how would you like me to tell the people about I'm, that today? I'm going to let Beer take this one. Beer, what do you think Katie should do? Please don't. Ooh, that's a great idea. 
Beer thinks you should <laughs> did, do it. Like, I'm sorry, did the, he whisper it in your ear? Like a telenovela. Did Beer just whisper the good idea in your ear? Yes. <sighs> like I'm on a telenovela. A telenovela. SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to every type of live event. Why does that sound French? They're close to they're each close. other. They're close. You could choose one or the other in high school. Because they're so close. When are you searching for a last minute deal, planning a night out, or need to find the perfect gift? SeatGeek helps you find the best seats and the best prices, fully guaranteed. There's nothing quite like seeing your favorite team or musician in person, and SeatGeek will get you closer to the action for a great value. You know, this is just like doing Shakespeare. It's just kind of with an accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are two it's very the, dramatic it's the things. Same. Maria! <laughs> SeatGeek is designed to make your ticket-buying experience easier than ever. Do they save you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites for you to compare prices and find amazing deals? Of course they do, Maria! <laughs> they grade every ticket based on value to help you immediately identify the best seats within your budget. Uh, uh, is every purchase fully guaranteed so you can shop our tickets on SeatGeek with confidence? Maria. Of course. And best of all, Maria, you get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code NOLAN TODAY! <laughs> That's promo code NOLAN for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase today! Maria, why? <laughs> I feel bad. I genuinely, I do use SeatGeek. <laughs> I just want them to know that. I use it to get tickets to games and stuff. A lot of people think we just get those here handed out for free. Not true. But I get them for a great deal. Right mm. within my budget. Because SeatGeek grades, in case you didn't understand anything, and in case you don't speak Spanish, Baxter. <laughs> All right. Let's get back to the bits. Yes. Uh, so last week we talked about the World Cup, but did we... Not really, no. We, we, so not every bit works, which is a great name for this podcast today, but not every bit works. And last week we did a thing about jerseys and halfway through we both realized that, oops, um, Dop's colorblind. A, a Dop is colorblind. <laughs> and B, mm, it's tough to listen to it back when you're not looking at the thing. Did he ever tweet out that nope. doc? Okay. He never tweeted out the, the Google Dop. So, um, so I could see how that would have been difficult to listen to. We apologize. We also know that, uh, like I said before, finals are over. We've got baseball, which is great, but it's not in the heated race part of the, of the season. Uh, we got the World Cup, but there's no United States. Uh, so we gotta find an interest in it. There's another really important reason we gotta find interest in the World Cup, Ashley. Do you know what it is? What? Sports gambling <gasps> is now legal in the United States. Uh, it's officially legal in Delaware, and then it's about to be... It was just signed into law by New Jersey's governor, Phil Murphy, who's my mom's friend's dad. Isn't that cool? Oh, wow. Kind of random. So I called him, and I'm like, yo, I need you to sign this before the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it actually goes into effect um, as soon... It may open to legal sports betting as soon as 10.30 a.m. on Thursday, June 14th. Guess when the first game of the World Cup is. 11 a.m. Thursday, June 14th. <laughs> it's not a coincidence. I it, I genuinely think it is because I don't think anyone that high up in government is thinking about World Cup when we're not in it. But I was thinking you're going to we, we, we got to pay attention to the World Cup. Yeah. But I wouldn't even know who to bet on. Are you trying to set me up for a bit? Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. I was going to get there eventually anyway. <laughs> but thank you. Uh, there's a lot of goddamn teams. Yeah. How many? I know. Dop? 28? Beer? Dop? Gabe? 
How many teams are in the World Cup? I'll have to Google that. I thought you said you're a big soccer fan. But knowing the amount of teams that are in the World Cup, they've been in talks of making it to like almost 60 teams. Oh, well then maybe we'd get in. (laughs) So there's 32 teams. How are you between now and tomorrow going to know enough about all these teams to go out and make your bets? You're not. You're just not. (sighs) Yeah. Or even if you're just watching it and you want to enjoy it, like you've got to remember all the stuff. Now your options are you dive in on the internet and try to learn everything about all these teams. I'll tell you, it's Wednesday today, and you've got work tomorrow. Mm. There's just not enough time. So let us do that for you. We're going to give you a metaphor. We've been trying to come up with a name for this bit for a while, and this doesn't work, but we'll say it anyway. It's called Metaphorically Speaking, where we give you a thing, and then we give you a metaphor to explain that thing. So we're going to give you metaphors for each team in the World Cup, so you go, oh, oh, I get it. Just about their basic storyline. Now, if you're a hardcore soccer fan who knows everything about these international teams, now's a good time to go listen to a different podcast because <laughs> you're not going to like this because um, not all that in-depth, you know? We're just kind of giving you top line so that you can go, oh, sports told me that, you know, Uruguay is more of a... Uruguay. More of... Uruguay is more of like a Carrie than a Samantha. You know, that's kind of our job here. So we'll call it metaphorically speaking. I'm gonna, so excited. Are you? Yeah, because I don't know what you're going to say. Uh, well, I'm going to need your help on some of them because I found this bit halfway through. So we're not going to start as strong. Get strong in the middle. So we're going to start with Group A. Group A, I know you know, but we'll refresh your memory. Mm-hmm. It's Russia, Saudi Arabia, Egypt, and Uruguay. Uru- Uruguay. Uruguay. I really don't like it. <laughs> so, Russia. Russia is uh, the host of this year's World Cup. Mm-hmm. They are kind of garbage. Okay. Uh, they're ranked like 66th, I think. They're not good in the world, not out of the No, I know, but there's only 32 teams in the tournament and they're ranked 66th? In the world. In the world? Yeah. Okay. So, again, they host, so they get to go automatically. They automatically qualify. Um and they also, just a sheer coincidence, ended up in the best, like the, one of the easier groups. They got a real good draw. Mm. So uh, for those watching at home, this is like that kid in high school who had the parties at his house because that way he couldn't not get invited. Mm. Who was like, yo, you guys looking for something to do? I, you, we can come to my house. I got tons of beer. You don't have to pay for it. You can do, and everybody would show up and you would party at their house. Not because you were like, he's the man. Yeah. It was more like. He's got a house and his parents are away. And then he always also was like, I got first on beer pong because I live here. And you were like, well, that's not fair either. No, we're all here. We don't really like you. And you're first in beer pong. You also got the best beer pong teammate. That's not fair. That's Russia. Okay. Russia's that kid. All right. Saudi Arabia. The Green Falcons. So Saudi Arabia is um, on their third coach in a year. Oh. Less than a year. They've changed coaches a bunch. Uh, this is their first World Cup in 12 years. They've got, you know, good cohesiveness, but they're, you know, it's it's unclear really their direction. So think of Saudi Arabia 
Like when you're on a vacation with a bunch of your friends, let's say a bachelor bachelorette party, mm-hmm. and the drunkest one takes the lead to get you back to the hotel. <laughs> now you're not wandering off; you're sticking together because you're mindful of like, don't let Sarah go out in the street. That's always Sarah. Don't let Sa- Sarah is a puppy. Sarah, you're very mindful. You're sticking close together, but it takes a couple blocks for you to realize like. Wait, who's leading us right now? And then maybe you end up at the hotel. Maybe you don't. Next up, Egypt. Now, this isn't like a fun metaphor. Uh, obviously, everybody knows I, I love Egypt and I want them to do well, but they're uh, pretty much a one-man team, the pharaohs, thanks to Mo Salah, who uh, is hurt. And last I checked, still not necessarily definitely playing for the first game. Mm-hmm. Um, so... The big question is, like, if he's not playing, they may not be good. They literally pretty much need him to play. Yeah. So think of LeBron as the Cavaliers. The LeBron. Did I, did I say think of LeBron as the Cavaliers? <laughs> yes. Like, as most do. But also think of Egypt as the Cavaliers uh, and Mo as LeBron. That's not a fun metaphor. It's just, like, it's pretty accurate. It's really accurate. Homeboy's real good. Yeah. And I hope he plays. All right. And last in group A, we've got... Uruguay. Uruguay. What are you doing? Getting my energy. What's that you're drinking, Ash? A five-hour energy. That's such a good example. What? Here we are at Uruguay. Uruguay. A team that plays with intensity, high intensity, and if they're not being intense, then they're ju- then they can't win. Mm, that's hard to sustain. Yeah. So it's almost like you right now, like me. So they're gonna win everything. Go Uruguay. <laughs> It's admittedly the weakest one. I told you, they get stronger. <laughs> I thought you meant me. I was like, yeah, that's fair. No, not you. <laughs> Group right. A, done. Group A, done. Group B, we have Portugal, Spain, Morocco, and Iran. So Portugal, obviously, they have Ronaldo. They have a veteran coach. They play. They've noted to be play. They have been noted to play with this sense of purpose, mm-hmm. right? So think of Portugal like the film Field of Dreams. Oh. If you build it, they will come. What are they they building? A franchise. Oh, okay. Uh that And they want it. So Yep. Uh Spain. <laughs> <laughs> We're moving on. Moving Spain. on. <laughs> Spain is known to dominate time of possession. They've always got the ball. Their question, their problem is, can they turn that into a goal? You can always have the ball. But they're not always capitalizing on those opportunities. Mm-hmm. And so think of Spain like Taylor Swift. She's got lots of boyfriends. <laughs> but is she ever going to turn one of those boyfriends into a husband? Ariana Grande did it. <laughs> so it can be done. Uh-huh. You can have... A person with you all the time, mm-hmm. but you got to convert. Okay, just like the ball. Yeah, in the game of soccer, right? The but beautiful game. They got a re- good red zone offense. Morocco. <laughs> <laughs> they have a very very strong defense, but they're an older team. Interesting enough, they they gave up zero goals during the qualifying rounds. Wow. Yeah, zero goals. So their defense great, but the problem is, are they going to be able to keep up with? A lot of these younger teams. Mm-hmm. 
so I would say they're like think of Morocco like um uh Hugh Hefner. What? Before he died. When he was alive. So just an, an old guy. An old guy just try, like, how's he going to keep up with all that youth he's surrounded by? Oh, okay. I hope he can finish. Oh, boy. On the soccer field. Uh-huh. Who's who's next? Uh, Good question. It's Iran. <laughs> now, Iran, uh, doing really well. They haven't really played a great team. They haven't been tested. Okay. Um, also... Might not have any shoes. What? Uh, Nike supposed to give them their shoes, and then they did. They are not gonna because of trade sanctions. Okay. Because um, Nike's an American company, and so they don't has any. No shoes. And so think of Iran like Fred Flintstone. Oh boy. Um, for obvious reasons. It's not my strongest. They're about to get stronger. Group C. We've got France, Australia, Peru, and Denmark. Was that your uh, jersey group of death? No, that was group D. Mm-hmm. All right. So France is like an embarrassment of riches. A lot of young talent, a lot of strength, a lot of depth. But their their potential weakness is that they buy into their own hype. Mm. So they've got... Talent on talent on talent, but they might think that they are going to be great and therefore fail to reach greatness. So think of France like Justin Bieber. Sometimes you can have it all, talent, money, everything's going to happen for you. Then you start to get so caught up in like your own mm. thing that you get a dumb haircut and pee into a mop bucket. <laughs> you know? Happens to the best Happens of us. Happens to the best Who of us. among us. us. Exactly. <laughs> Next up's Australia, the Socceroos. Um, right after they qualified for the World Cup, their manager was like, bye. And then their current coach has made it clear he's just here for short term. He's mm. not really sticking around. So think of Australia like you when you're on a rebound. You know, it's not, you're not like going to date this next person forever and you're just using it to get, were you at your best? Prob's not. Mm. And so it's important to keep it in context. You were in a long-term relationship. Yep. She left you. Mm -hmm. You're like, what the hell am I going to do? You did this other person. (laughs) You made it very clear you didn't want to do it for long. Were you performing at your best or were you just like, you know, constantly worried about so Peru, uh, Peru hasn't lost a match in over a year and a half. What? Yeah. To Brazil in November of 2016. Wow. Quite some time ago. Um, they're very balanced on both sides of the ball and they're like a family. So I guess think of, uh, Peru, this family that doesn't lose like, um, like the Kardashians. Like the, that, because they're, they're like a family. That's your family that doesn't they lose? Win. I mean, I didn't say people don't want them to lose, okay? A lot of people don't love Peru, myself included. <laughs> but, uh, they still are like a, they love each other and they stay winning. What about, what about the Hemsworths instead of the Kardashians? <laughs> you can, okay. What about the Nolans? 
If any strong family, well, on my own goddamn podcast. Rounding out Group C, we have Denmark, the red and white. Uh, very tall. Ooh. Lots of guys over six feet tall okay. on Denmark. They've got the height advantage and they use that. They're powerful. They're organized. They do have a little bit of a dilemma at left back and right back. So, super tall, but a little bit weak in certain spots. Think of them like Goliath. Okay. Who, you'll remember, fought against David mm-hmm. and lost Yep, because of a weakness. Mm-hmm. Which was... I don't remember. Think of them like the Cyclops. <laughs> what about like Achilles, like his Achilles heel? Well, was he tall? Uh, he's a really good fighter, so I'd imagine he's he's tall. Think of him like any of those. Mm-hmm. Think of him like a tree. Uh, tall, <laughs> but has a weak spot. In that an axe can just, it can go bye-bye. All right, we've arrived at Group D. Ashley's Group of Death. This is when it starts to get good. Yeah, that's what they say. Group D, we've got Argentina, Iceland, Croatia, Nigeria. So Argentina has, obviously, the Argentinian Salah, which is Lionel Messi. (laughs) Many people are calling him that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And, you know, without him... They're, they don't play well. When he's missed games in the national international stage, they don't play well. Uh, but that's not to say that the rest of the team isn't good. When Messi's there, they're they're good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like they're just all, you know, bad. So I would say, think of Argentina like in sync. Okay. Like, you're not going to see in sync without Justin Timberlake. Mm-hmm. It's not all Justin Timberlake, and they're not all individually bad. They're good. You're just, they're not as good. They're not worth seeing unless Timberlake's that makes, there. That makes a lot of sense. Thank you. Next, we've got Iceland, which is a very tight-knit squad. Interesting fun fact, because all soccer in Iceland is semi-pro, their goalie is also like a full-time director of music videos. Oh, wow. And TV shows, I think. That's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty neat. Also sucks for him, but neat. <laughs> uh, they lack depth, but boy, do they have spirit, mm-hmm. which is why I think of Iceland, and I understand the irony here, like the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> but, a team that nah, doesn't really make a lot of sense, has a lot of mismatches, has uh-huh. people that work all these different jobs, but but they're going to power through by sheer will of loving what they do. Uh-huh. And what they do is, I think, play hockey. I'm not really sure. Wow. Iceland is the mighty... That's a tough... I know. It's tough to wrap your head around, but it. it does make sense. Okay. If you'd rather, we could also insert any other sports movie. <laughs> you could think of Iceland like the Little Giants. You could think of Iceland like the Bad News Bears. You could think of Iceland like Miracle. When you start to really break it down, it uh, gets, okay. gets dark quick. Uh, every sports movie is the same. Croatia, the Blazers. The problem with Croatia is not the players. The players are fantastic. The problem is the coaches. Um, They've had a couple, and it's been said that they're more like puppets Mm. for someone else's decisions. They're not making a lot of the decisions themselves, um, and the team doesn't really trust them. And the coach gets nervous and makes stupid decisions because he's not as comfortable as the rest of the players are, which is why we're going to think 
of Croatia as the office. From the from the office. The, <laughs> the office from the office. From the office. <laughs> they're Jim and Pam and their coach is Michael Scott. Yes. Okay. Competent people who if if they had a real boss could crush it probably. Okay. Okay. Uh but their boss is just a dummy. All right. Okay? Yep. Great. You feel like you're finally on board with Croatia this bit. equals the office. I actually wrote that one down. Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Um the Super Eagles. By the way, that's their team nickname. It's like the Eagles and the Super Bowl combined into um, one name. Thank you for immediately ruining that story. <laughs> oh, I loved that they were the Super Eagles. Now I hate it. Oh, I'll get over it. The main thing to know about Nigeria is they really have struggles at goalie. It's mm. really tough, which is why I think of Nigeria like the movie Home Alone. You can have all these traps set up and you can have, uh, you know, marbles on the floor and paint cans swinging from the ceiling, but... The robbers still get in the house. You're not stopping them. They're in. You're like making it look good and making them work for it, but they're in. But they scored. Yeah. Because they got in the house. They're in. So. All right. Group E. Group E, we've got Brazil, Switzerland, Costa Rica, and Serbia. So Brazil has Neymar, obviously, and a pretty balanced team, but they're, uh, they're like good at everything. It's like if you had a sliding scale of being able to like, oh, we put aptitude up to a hundred and we put this. It's like being able to slide all of them all the way. It's like Westworld. So think of Brazil like Maeve in Westworld, oh. where she gets control of her own, uh, brain, I guess we'll call it. Mm-hmm. And she just like jacks everything all the way up. So yeah. her awareness is up and her knowledge is up. And oh, spoiler alert, if you're not on season end of season one in <laughs> Westworld, which you should be, that's your own fault. But also you can also think of her like Teddy, who also had his things all jacked up. And that may be going differently. I don't know who's to say. I'm not spoiling the World Cup. I'm just letting you know all the possible options. Switzerland. Think of Switzerland. They look good. They are a strong team. On paper, they make a lot of sense. They're fun to watch. They have trouble scoring sometimes. Okay. So think of them, Switzerland, like Colton from The Bachelorette. (laughs) Nice to look at. Strong on paper. But can they score? Who's going to get it in? Oh, Oh, oh boy. I can't. I Costa Rica. Um, Costa Rica. They have uh, defensive strength and the best goalie, which, you know, defense wins championships. So it doesn't really matter anything else happening on the field. They have the best goalie. It's like the opposite of home alone. Um, and so. Think of Costa Rica like I have two very bad options. I'm trying to decide which one to say. Mm. Think of Costa Rica like fighting with your parents when you were a kid. You could lay out the best argument. You could uh you could have all that you could be totally right. And it didn't matter cuz your parents would just be like, "You're grounded." And you're like, "But I but logically I laid out everything. I explained myself." And they're like, "I don't care. You're grounded." Why? Because I said so. Mm. So think of... Who am I talking Costa about? Costa Rica. Think of Costa Rica because I said so. No matter what you do, you're still going to get shut down by that goalie. Yeah. The best goalie. What are you going to do about that? Nothing. Because I said so. I like that. Serbia. 
my other one was um the tricks the tricks rabbit <laughs> we'll move on <laughs> we will strongly move on serbia they got a lot of creativity uh strong mid- midfield the whole is less than the sum of the parts so you look at the squad and you drop your pen and you're like they should be really really good mm-hmm. but they're sometimes when you put them all together they're actually not as good as they should be yeah which is like guys wearing fedoras <laughs> sometimes you see what? a guy in a hat oh, sometimes God. and you're like that looks kind of cool I bet if I put a bunch of guys in fedoras all next to each other, it would look much cooler. You'd be wrong. It looks a lot stupider. A lot stupider. Uh, so never Serbia, guys in fedoras. There's only one, there's only one guy in your crew only that can one. wear a fedora. More than one. It's too much. Yeah. So you better be the guy that's willing to be like, you're right. It looks better on you. I will take mine off. <laughs> you cannot have eight dudes in fedoras rolling out. No, no, you can't. It's very threatening. Oh, that's funny. Okay, we we have arrived at Group Germany. I don't think that's what it's called. Group F. As as silly as they're being, and some of the metaphors are bad, they're factually accurate. They may help. Maybe it's like a mnemonic device for you. Ooh. Yeah. Why'd you make that face? Something that helps you remember something. I know. You said mnemonic, like mnemonic. It's fine. Oh, I did say mnemonic. Yeah. It's mnemonic? I, I and why'd you so. say, ooh, why didn't you just correct me like you would if I was top? Because I tend to think you're right more than I think Dop is right. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. It's also obviously true. Okay, Group F. Mm-hmm. We only have 19 more groups. I'm just kidding. There's three. Group F, we have Germany, Mexico, Sweden, and South Korea. Uh, Germany has no real star player. Mm-hmm. They just have insane depth. So it's almost like no matter what you do, they're going to be fine. Like yeah. if you Like a, what is it that you chop its head off, it grows another one? A cockroach? It's not the metaphor, so it's not even important. The metaphor that we're going to use instead is like uh, cast members in the Expendables franchise. You could get rid of one and you just replace it with a different one. People might not even notice. Like, is Vin Diesel in that movie? In my brain, he is. I don't know. Is The Rock? Probs not, but in my head, he is. Oh, that's a good You're kind of just filling in the, like... Does that guy start for Germany? I don't know. Probably. It doesn't really matter. They're all good. Now, that's the part where the Expendables falls apart. So it's like Fast and the <laughs> Furious uh, cast members. You can swap them in and out, uh, and it's you're still going to enjoy the movie. You might not even remember who's in it. All right, so Mexico. Strong defense on that team. Mm-hmm. Uh but their manager has sort the guy in charge of the team doesn't really he hasn't defined yet what his style of play is. There's no like that's what that guy's doing. He's leading and he's leading in a way that I understand. He's sort of trying to figure it out, mm-hmm. right? Which is tough because you want to know like are we this type of team? Are we this type of team? They have a strong defense because they have strong defensive players, not because their coach is like I'm a defensive coach. So he's just sort of making decisions on a whim. Uh, and you never really know what he's going to do next. And so, again, the irony of Iceland and, and being the Mighty Ducks, Mexico's Trump. We'll, we'll move on. Uh, Sweden. Sweden lost uh, Ibrahimovic. He's not playing for them this year. 
People are worried about that because he's incredible. Mm-hmm. But it's sort of been addition by subtraction for Sweden. And so um, this one I struggled with. But uh, think of Sweden like that that old Coco Chanel quote I know you're all so familiar with. <laughs> what? Where she says, before you leave the house, take off one thing. Not okay. your pants. Not your pants. Like a <laughs> like sometimes we wear we're trying to put on an outfit yep. and we do one little extra thing and it's like oh you probably didn't need that you look better if you have one thing less than you think you need mm. and Ibrahimovic is that scarf you really didn't need yeah okay um, or if you don't like that one I had a second one you could also think of uh, Sweden like the Mean Girls. After Regina George got hit by a bus. She was like the best one. She was the one in charge. Everybody thought she was great. And then she got hit by a bus. Mm -hmm. And then like, you know, yada, yada, yada. And then they get nicer. And then the whole high school becomes kind to each other. And they're good. Like a soccer team. South Korea, they're very susceptible to individual mistakes. Because they're a little inexperienced. Um... They're like a with their goalie, with their defense. They, the plan isn't bad, but they just are susceptible to making these little errors that can co- be very costly. Mm-hmm. And so, think of South Korea like the Meet the Parents franchise. The plot exists, and usually it's a mundane thing like I'm going to meet your parents. It gets derailed by these just every mistake. That could possibly happen mm. is made by the characters. Okay. Right? It's just like a bunch of people making small little mistakes that like that movie wouldn't exist if people just like if things went according to plan. Yeah. You know what? I bet you could apply that to a lot of movies. Probs. But I chose meet the parents. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Group G. Just two more. Just power through. This is probably shorter than the one where we described all the jerseys. Mm, probably. Belgium. Panama. Tunisia and England. So Belgium, they have De Bruyne, who's incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, even the old Belgian team say this is the best version of this team ever. Uh, they're versatile, but they're the same team that was in the World Cup in 2014. And their problem might be that they just don't have the winning mentality. Something tells them they're not going to win. They don't believe as much as they should for mm. all the talent that they have okay and so uh think of belgium like peter lafleur in dodgeball <laughs> right he's got it he's mm-hmm. had the talent the whole time mm-hmm. but he's got to blindfold himself mm-hmm. to realize like oh i got it i'm good that makes sense does it yes you could also think about him like the dad in elf who doesn't sing the song because he doesn't believe. Mm-hmm. And that's why Santa can't fly. I'm spoiling every movie today. But then he sings and he, and he flies. Or you could compare him to neither of that and call them a soccer team. Uh, Panama is here for the first time. This yeah. is their first World Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just trying to make a good first impression. They're probably not going to put it all together. They're inexperienced on the international stage. They're just here to be like, that's right. Panama. Remember us? No, you will. So they're like you on your first day at a new job. When you're like, I would normally eat the food in the fridge, even if it's not labeled with my name. But today, 
I don't want to ruffle any feathers. I mm-hmm. like this job. I'd like to keep it. I'm going to be nice to people that I know in six months I'm not going to be nice to, but it just got to be the best. You should take a shower. You dress nice. Yeah, you're going to lose graciously. Someone's going to eat your food in the fridge, and you're going to be like, that's okay. I love to feed my friends. When in your head you're like, I will murder you if you ever touch my pizza again. People bring pizza to work. I don't put things in fridges. Tunisia. Mm. What's wrong? Are you crying? No. Looks like you're crying. (laughs) Tunisia's team nickname is the Eagles of Carthage. Damn. That's really cool. They've got strong resolve and they bounce back, which is, is a, it's good for them. That's how they looked in the qualifying. They were able to like, you know, whatever. But they have a lot of injury concerns. They're missing a lot of important people because they just keep breaking. Mm-hmm. Which. What's that like? Is just like. If someone was injured. Think of them like. <laughs> it's not my strongest. But think of them like Mr. Glass from uh, Unbreakable. He's and smart, uh huh. But he's hurt all the time. He breaks a lot. There's twenty eight. There's thirty two teams. How many more? It's like the NFL. <laughs> I can't come up with a great one for all of them. Oh, we can do this again. You just help me NFL sell season. them. It's just like Mr. What, Glass. Just like it. I've never even seen that. Yeah, movie. I haven't either. Well, and I wrote for England that they're like glass. England is the last team in this group. They crack under pressure a lot, and they really don't have a team identity. So I was going to say you can see through them and see nothing. So it's not a mirror. You just see nothing. Mm. And they're breakable, so they're like glass. But now I said Mr. Glass, so I don't know what to do. Think of England like like a fog. No. (laughs) Yeah. See how hard it is? (laughs) That makes total sense. They don't crack under pressure. Fog doesn't crack under pressure. It was if you put like a... A fan is blow out of the way. All right, Group H, the final group. We've got Poland, Senegal, Colombia, and Japan. Poland, Poland has this guy who is the best player that Poland has ever had. It's Robert Lewandowski, right? So he's incredible, mm-hmm. but it's time for him to win. Like he needs, they need to get this win. Mm-hmm. And so we'll just say, think of Poland like, uh, like the Capitals, mm. and think of him as Ovechkin. Okay, it's not a perfect metaphor. But we're going on three hours in the podcast, so we're going to say that one works. Then we've got Senegal, who's got Sadio Mane, who I love. And they're the Lions of Taranga, which is a dope name. Um, their coach struggles to make the team great. He's got all the things he needs, but he doesn't know how to put them together properly in order to make them the best version of themselves. Mm-hmm. So think of Senegal like me trying to cook. I like put way too much effort and like I got all the best ingredients. Mm -hmm. So this definitely is going to taste good. Mm -hmm. Then it comes to the like putting them together to make it into food. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that is not what a pie is supposed to look like. Mm. Why is it bleeding? I don't understand. (laughs) Like, why is, is that my hair? Is that your hair? What? It's me trying to cook is the situation at Senegal. That's a dire situation. Could be delicious. Sometimes it works. Most of the time it, it works and doesn't look good, but tastes good. Mm-hmm. And then there are other times where it's just like, I'm going to call for delivery. Colombia, they're a good team, undoubtedly. And they're like 16th ranked in the world. They keep losing to big teams a lot. So it's like, 
should they be better? Yeah, but at the same time, they're not bad. Mm-hmm. It's like a so think of Columbia like um, a movie in a franchise that you love. That's like a couple movies in that isn't great, mm-hmm. but if it's on, you'll watch it. Okay, so it's like a like a like a born identity supremacy Something. philanthropy. <laughs> You're like, uh, like I don't know. I wouldn't seek it out, but oh, it's on TNT. Like I'll leave it on. It'll be interesting enough. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you're you watching. You're like, I'm surprised that was amazing. It's like Mission Impossible. Mm. You put on Ghost Protes, and you're like, I don't know. They made another one, and at the end, you're like, That's well, good. well, goddamn, Columbia. <laughs> I enjoyed you a lot. You know, just like that. And lastly, Japan. They lost their coach recently, like really recently. Like in the last three months, right? Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. So they've had two months to like get ready for the World Cup. It's mm-hmm. been very turbulent mm-hmm. with no real leader. Mm. So, you know. It's kind of like the movie Bring It On when all of their routines <laughs> turns out they were stolen. Holy It is exactly like the movie Bring It On, where they prepared for a big competition and uh, thought they were ready to crush it, found out some devastating news, lost their leader, and had to make it up on the fly at the World Cup. Think of Japan like the movie Bring It On. So that's, I think, a pretty comprehensive uh, guide to the World Cup. Who are you rooting for? Uh, You know... It's gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch Iceland. Yep, because I love those mighty ducks. <laughs> um, I will enjoy watching Germany. Yep, because uh, I'm a Patriots fan, so I love when like next guy up, next guy up. It's like white receivers, evil just empires. Them with, sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, you were like go Germany on the last podcast, <laughs> so back it up. Um, I will really enjoy watching Egypt if Mo plays. If he doesn't, then ah. I'm rooting for Belgium. I was going to say Belgium. I like Belgium. I think they could be really good. I don't know. I'm kind of rooting for just games. God, I hate when people say that. So if you're an international soccer fan, you're like, oh, you're rooting for good games. I wait four years for this. Uh, Sorry, I don't. So I'm just rooting for good games uh, and like interesting stuff for us to talk about. Okay. But those are our metaphors. Hopefully they help you if you're placing your bets or if you're watching the game. But, oh, uh, Katie said that Spain's like Taylor Swift. So I get it. Go Spain. Yeah, go Spain. Maybe you look like a crazy person. Welcome to my life. I also guarantee once this podcast is over, I'm going to think all night and be like, that's a much better example. And that's going to bother me. But you know what? Luckily, I have you guys to send me tweets about all the things I missed. So um, so I won't uh, have to forget anything in the world. That's our bit. So we got one more bit. Yes. And that's Bachelorette Update. Ooh. Hi, I'm Ashley, and this is your Bachelorette Update. Big week for our guy, Colton. Mm. Turns out he and Becca could get over the fact that he dated her friend within the year. That's huge. And they made out. He got a rose. It's great. Uh, Clay Harbor got injured playing football and had to leave the show to have surgery. Isn't he a football player? He is. Yep. And they had, like, a pickup football game as a group date, and he, like, hurt himself and has to have surgery. Not great. Not great. Uh, a guy fell out of a bunk bed and had to get rushed to the hospital. Oh, damn. Yep. It was it was pretty big. 
Was it Leo? Because if Colton got hurt playing football and Leo got hurt falling out of a bed, would pro- a stuntman would be the best. Clay got hurt playing football. Oh, sorry. Colton got a rose, made out they were good. Oh, uh, so no, it was David fell out of a bed. Oh, okay. Uh, she forgot Jason's name. Happens. Happens. <laughs> it was very I funny. I feel you. And there's actually some controversy within Dop's team. Leo made fun of Mike, two long-haired dudes. Oh, he said sometimes he mistake he mistakes him in the house for like an attractive blonde chick. Said the other guy with the long other guy hair? With long hair. Yeah. Don't hair shame. And that was your bachelorette update. Doodle-doo-doo. Uh normally this is the part of the podcast where I would ask Dop if we had time for another voicemail and he would roll his eyes at me which means we don't have time but I'm going to do it anyway and then he would push play anyway. And so Gabe, let's skip all that other stuff and can you just play our our second voicemail? Hey, it's me. Uh, just wanted to say, great podcast, uh, called in the middle of it, so I'll make it short so I can get back to it. Um, my dogs wanted to ask you, what is the best movie to watch on a Netflix and chill date if she is only into rom-coms? Alright? So, thanks. Oh, is, this is Sean? Um, if that was unclear. Love you. Bye. Oh, good question. Good question <laughs> by me, a.k.a. Sean. Uh, I have a very easy answer. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, Crazy Stupid Love. Okay. What? I don't like that movie. Are you out of your <laughs> mind? It gets so dark. I want what? It gets so dark in the middle or towards the end. When? When he like loses his friends and oh, all man. the like terrible like It's my one of my favorite of that genre. I'm not a huge rom-com person and I used to live with a girl who loved rom-com. Shout mm-hmm. out Kayla. Like her favorite movies were the kinds of movies that would get like one and a half stars on the guide when you were looking through it. Mm-hmm. Like all those rom-coms they play on like Saturdays and Sundays. Um, and we both loved that movie because it, it, for me, it was more real than most other movies. Like it has those parts where you're like, well, this isn't fun, but it gets out. You come out the other side. Mm-hmm. I, for me, I've personally, never met a person who doesn't like that movie. Oh, it's awkward. Damn. Oh, dear. I prefer if I'm, if I'm watching one of those movies, it's because I want to just go in and like smile and be like, oh, that was cute and like move yeah. on. I don't want to think or like get too emotionally. But whatever. we're talking, I feel like we're talking a movie for people who don't like those types of movies. Like mm-hmm. this dude's asking if we, if there's a rom-com, I feel like the point of his question is like, I don't want to watch. Sorry. The point of his dog's question <laughs> is that um they don't want to watch. A rom-com. Right. So what's a rom-com for people that don't love rom-coms? Otherwise, you'd just be like, oh, watch. Uh, I'd go with I couldn't like a train wreck. I feel like that appeals to... Is that a rom-com? To, yeah. It's a romantic comedy. All right. <laughs> I just... Saving Silverman, is that a rom-com? Yes. It's about romance. It is. There's romance in it. That's more... If you pick up the nacho and, and they're all attached, that's one nacho. <laughs> See, those to me are like more... Comedy, not as they don't get quite as dark. Yeah, love and other drugs. Well, that gets dark too. I think I just like dark. Yeah, I like to feel feelings mm-hmm. intensely. Have you seen The Big Sick or Big Sick? Yeah, that's God, so good. Don't even with that. That yeah. 
was a lot more intense than anything. I bawled my eyes out during that movie. I also saw that movie thinking, like, everybody loves this. I'm going to hate it. Like, if I go into something hyped up, Mm -hmm. I end up usually disliking it. Like, I got hyped up for Wedding Crashers. Everyone's like, this is going to be the funniest movie you've ever seen. And I saw it in the theater, and I hated it, which isn't fair because it was probably very funny. I've watched it since and been like, yeah, it's funny. But I hated it because everyone was like, you're yeah. going to lose it. Uh, conversely, I saw um, This Is The End yep. in theaters when it came out with no setup. No one had said a word to me about that movie. And I left the theater like, I've never seen a funny movie. I thought it was <laughs> so funny. So it's like expectation reality. Not the question your dogs asked, but I was just uh, answering anyway. Um, so that's my answer. Okay. And yours is good too. We're both good answers. What do you think, Dop? Oh, that's right. Dop's not here. That's not a romantic comedy, Dop. Google it. Uh, all right, guys. That is, uh, I think that's it for this week's edition of sports. Sports and other bits. Sports and other bits. Uh, shout out to our sponsors, Quip and SeatGeek, and to you guys for listening. We do like you. That's right. We like you. I mean, if you want us to love you, maybe you just go back and listen again or tweet or write a review if you want it Mm -hmm. otherwise like liking you is huge you can be content with that you can settle um yeah like i said leave us a nice review uh wherever you're listening to this you can shoot a tweet to at connor shell we see the reviews and tweets we print them out we love them we draw hearts on them and doodle on them i write like kn plus listener you know like in your notebook (laughs) um my favorite one recently was from Please Enter a Nickname, who writes, This podcast is good and funny. I like the sports content and the jokes and the chemistry. Dop is also there. (laughs) Which actually, sometimes not even. Uh, And lastly, don't forget, you can always, Ashley, leave up a voicemail at 860-506-5571. Don't worry, if it's stupid, we just won't use it. Yeah. It's pretty simple. Mm -hmm. We're not going to sell you out. Well, maybe, but it's in a cute way, out of love. Uh, shout out to Gabe, who helped us out with producing this podcast today. He's probably wondering why he offered to do that at this point on hour three of the pod. But uh, either way, say bye, Gabe. Bye. Bye. Uh, say bye, Ashley. Bye. Bye. Love you, mean it. Bye. Simply Safe Home Security is like getting commercial grade enterprise level security, but for your own home. Think about the security Fortune 500 companies use. They need to know police are going to be on the scene immediately. This is exactly the kind of security you get with Simply Safe. If there's a break in, Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime. And that means police dispatch up to 350% faster than for a normal burglar alarm. With Simply Safe, you get comprehensive protection for your home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. 
Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard inside. Plus, Simply Safe protects your home from fires, water damage, and carbon monoxide poisoning. It's all monitored 24-7 by live security professionals. You can set up your system yourself with no tools needed, or Simply Safe's experts can do it for you. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. Go to simplysafe.com slash Nolan today to get free shipping on your order, plus a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com slash Nolan to save on home security today. Simplysafe.com slash Nolan.